left everything on the field. I want you guys to believe. Don't just listen to me. Feel me in your soul. Believe you can win. Believe you can win. Because we only get one shot at this, King. We didn't come this far to come this far. Let me repeat that. We didn't come this far to come this far. We came here to be champions. Welcome back to another episode of Middle-Aged Metalheads. Tonight, Colin Bosler, Michael Stamps, David Timoney, and myself, John Harden, are entering the Heavy Metal Bowl. We're going to pit your favorite headliners one-on-one to see who wins this year's Middle-Aged Metalhead Heavy Metal Bowl. Yeah. So, who, uh, <laughs> who wants to lay down how the rules are going to roll? Uh, you know what? I didn't read it, so somebody else do it. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, they, off. There oh, are two. What? We're, oh. we're going to have a format just similar to the NFL, actually. Uh, we expanded a little. We're going to have 12 teams, if you will, filled with heavy metal headliners, starting in a tree, going head-to-head. We put them in a random generator to, to make our sort of... Uh, our head-to-head matchups, and here's here's our initial matchups. The first matchup, Motley Crue versus Van Halen. The next mm-hmm. matchup, Kiss versus Bon Jovi. Then Metallica versus Black Sabbath. And then Guns N' Roses versus Judas Priest. We also have four bands that uh, got a buy, if you will, for the first week. Those bands are Motorhead, Def Leppard, Slayer, and Iron Maiden. And uh, like I said, that was just on on random. We put in 12 bands, and uh, those guys were lucky enough to skip week one. So our first matchup is Motley Crue versus Van Halen. Before we start, is, is Dokken in the consolation bracket? Dokken is not in the consolation bracket. There is no consolation bracket. Yeah. They're, giving, they're, giving, they're giving out handies in the accessible restaurant. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about headliners, man. not divergence uh, of the fair, Colin. <laughs> okay. So uh, we sh- we should also mention too that there will have a, a sort of like tie breaking sort of showdown where uh, we'll, well roll the dice gonna, and we- we're going to do a wild card for every matchup anyway. But okay. if we if we deadlock, uh, you want to run through those wild cards, Mike? Um, I don't have them right in front of no. me. No, oh, wait a I, second. Again, I, I, I got them. I got them. I got you. I, I thought sorry. you had read this. Here's Go the one. I didn't in front of me. I didn't read. I just. Right. I wrote them down. Okay. This is going to be. Do it, David. We're going to roll the dice on a wild card if there's a deadlock, and that is going to pit singers, branding, talking about album covers, logo, and merch, music videos, guitarist, songwriting, and lyrical content, the live show, the bassist. I don't know how that got in there. Debut huh. album. Enduring influence drummer, the look is is number eleven. We could probably round that down and get rid of the bassist because, jeez. Well, it's no, it's Come in on. there. I, 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 the all bassist. of these bands have a bassist. Right. Yeah. Okay. Some so let's see. Better than others. Uh, absolutely, Lemmy, they are. Hamaraya. <laughs> yeah. There's some good bassists in these bands. Yeah. Yeah. There's, Savage. There's some okay bassists in these bands. Alec John Such, I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, no one else. That, so, we, the, so, so we're going to have a little general conversation, kind of uh, do some uh, <laughs> some blocking and tackling for our favorite bands here. Yeah. And then uh, I guess then we'll uh, get into uh, these what we're calling the wild cards, and we'll roll the dice and see which numbers come up. So uh, the, the first bill we have, or the first matchup is. Yeah, which Crew looks like a, a Van Western Conference showdown between Motley Crue and Van Halen. Um, okay. I, I mean, I think we're just going to talk generally, right? Talk about their career, talk about important albums. Uh, should should we all sort of throw our, our first vote down to this matchup? May I start? Please. Because, as we know, Motley Crue is my number one band. However... In this matchup, I have to take the Van Halen, as Henry Rollins would call them, because I think even though Motley Crue is an iconic band, when you look at Van Halen, they had, and I'm going to bring this up multiple times, little teaser there, they they had two successful periods within their entire uh, category, the entire um, uh, compilation, all their albums and things. They had two successful periods. They had the David Lee Roth, they had the Sammy Hagar. You cannot go up against that. Gary Sharon. That's fine. That's fine. Motley Crue had one of those off albums too, right? Still have some good tracks That's on true. there. But I, oh. Right, but I, I mean, there's some good tracks. But yeah. what I'm saying is, even though Motley Crue is my number one, to me, you have to go with Van Halen. I think, I think, just, and you've got Eddie Van Halen in there. How can you beat probably the best guitarist ever? Okay, that's uh, well, well argued. I'm gonna I'm gonna tend to agree with Colin, just for the sake of this matchup. Um, Colin makes some good points. Uh, you know, as, in terms of like their overall sort of impact um, on hard rock through the '70s into whatever we'd call heavy metal into the '80s, and yeah, they do survive into the '90s with Sammy. Um, Crew crew has some great records. They have some great songs, and of course, uh, a lot of the the LA metal scene, the hard rock scene that lost uh, that uh, that Van Halen kind of really kind of ripped up and got started. Probably, um, you know, was was kind of enhanced with uh, with Crew's presence. Uh, but I think like their whole overall you know body of work kind of wears thin a little bit after I don't know Doctor Feelgood. We don't even they don't even get out of the nineties. So. Um, I'll put it there and see what uh, John or David have to say about this particular matchup. I think early on, I'm going to admit Motley Crue was more my speed just because of the age I was when it hit Van Halen had already been out and I missed him cause I was too young. Um, but I think that Van Halen, uh, especially considering the fact that I ignored everything after David Lee Roth, um, has the enduring Fuck. legacy over Motley Crue. I think they're I think Motley Crue's early stuff it, for me is better. Um but the Van Halen stuff soup to nuts. Also, you know, it launched some careers uh whereas Motley Crue just kind of stays Motley Crue. I'd go with Van Halen in this matchup. Okay, John. Well, it's uh yeah, that's a clean sweep. Three. I mean, I, okay. I I would never ever I've said it before. I think Motley, a Motley Crue greatest hits record is a fucking great record. But the like, first, if you go, wait, wait, what were you going to say, Dave? If you try, <laughs> the try first to make record. it a double record, though, 
Right. Yeah. No, but I mean, two. I think it, it, once you go beyond Shout at the Devil, their records get really spotty. Yeah. Uh, one or two good songs and then some some shitty covers and just sort of, I, I don't know. I've always said that I sort of like Motley Crue as a concept more than I like them as a band. I, I think they have had some cool looks. I think they've had some cool songs. Um, I'm going to see them this summer and I'm looking forward to seeing them. But uh, over Van Halen? No, never. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. let's do a wild card for this cool. matchup. Okay. And l- let me see what it spins up here. You do it at a random generator? Yeah, I'm rolling okay. the dice here and what came up is music videos. Now, this to me, I think is is an hmm. area where Motley Crue might have an edge over Van Halen. I agree. Um I think they've mm. got some really cool videos. Like uh, I, I love, uh, I love the video for um, <laughs> "Too Young to Fall in Love." I, I yeah. always love that video. I think it's hilarious, and they look cool, and it, it has all the tropes of a heavy metal music video. It's, it's got girls. It's got the fire. They're dressed up like it's got you know. Kung fu. It does have kung fu. It has <laughs> secret reveals of Nikki Six under eye black makeup which relates to this week um i think they've got some really good videos where van halen's videos were always like sort of goofy but they do have some classics i mean hot for teacher is up there as like one of the greatest and and after van halen i think david lee ross videos were the best like i i would wait all day to see yankee bros i i mean i i still but that's not van halen it is not yeah I, I mean, you know, like if you look at Van, and part of this also is Van Halen's an older band. They weren't they weren't immersed in videos for their first four to five records. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've got videos for things like Pretty Woman, where uh, oh, Michael yeah. Anthony is dressed like a samurai, and and Eddie, <laughs> we're recording this on Eddie's birthday. Happy sixty fifth, my man. Uh, Eddie is dressed like a cowboy, um, yeah. and there's midgets. It's it's quite a video. It's bad. Um, it's very yeah. bad. <laughs> in this in this random dice roll, I'm giving it to Motley Crue, even though Van Halen wins. Oh yeah, I, I remember this video. It's not good. No, too young to fall in love. I'm like, oh that yeah. video, video for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, no, yeah. I remember. They, they, and they also had the the the, the video before that for uh, Looks at Kill, which was totally iconic. Uh, with with they, the spikes and the sort of like Mad Max. Know, Wayne Isham directed like half of them. Girls, girls, girls hits every wasn't strip club. Wasn't there a video like, for Livewire? Yeah, it's yes. Live. I think. Yeah. With uh, I, with with Nikki setting his pants on fire and stuff. Yeah. It, it starts uh, with the skull. Yeah. We shouldn't it forget, though, the glorious. other two videos from 1984. Uh, the, the jump video, which, again, was like one of those things that was Huge. like on every hour of every day. Yep. And the Panama video. Panama. So they had yep. like... Tell you what, they had in like, my house, when you heard the plane for Panama, everybody would go run into the TV. Yep. yep. yep Ever sure. And, and did did Van Halen have good videos with, uh, with Sammy? Not really. Uh-huh. I... Yeah. I can't really think of anything that stands out. 
They're almost all performance videos. videos. Nothing that special. Some of them are live. They've just never been a very video-oriented band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and well, I guess I guess we'll have to give it to the crew as far as that point goes, but probably not enough points for them too to win the match. Little too late. Good luck with the workout regimen, Vince. We're all really <laughs> pulling for you. Yes, <laughs> lots right. of reps. Van Halen moves on to the next round. Our next matchup is Kiss versus Bon Jovi. This one is over before it starts. <laughs> However, listen. However, dig, 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 dig. Oh shit, here goes Colin. Wait. Okay. However, how the uh-huh. reason I put I well I had to help I, I'll tell you what. When I was thinking about this, I I started to think about record sales and I put mm. that on our doc so that we could take a look at this. Bon Jovi has outsold Kiss. I think yeah. that Justin look, Bieber has outsold Kiss. <laughs> okay. So I think I think we need to I think we need to give some props to JBJ and understand that his presence in in this industry and in, in the music world is huge. He is a huge huge star. Do I give him the win over Kiss? Of course not. But I just think that we need to at least give him some props for selling over 100 million records. Yep. I I don't disagree yeah. with that. I mean, I think for that pop genre of metal you know we spoke about this in in the glam and hair episode a couple weeks ago um bon jovi's sort of the king of the mountain in no pun intended in that in that arena i love 7800 fahrenheit i think it's a great record and we talked about that on that episode it's one that you know bon jovi evolved (laughs) or the words of bon jovi what record is that well, yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, they sort of evolved into almost an alt country band. Like especially now, um, the last few records they they went they went from uh, from MTV to VH1 real quick. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and uh, and that's fine. You know, that their core audience is is mostly housewives these days, and wow. and they they eat it up. Look, uh, you know, they they. Share hair tips with John online, <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I, I you do. Keep those I really, frosted ends yeah, supple. I, I do love Bon Jovi. I think without Richie Sambora, they're not much of a band. But uh, uh, you know, come on, versus Kiss. Yeah, no that's, fucking that's, way. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> no, gotta, I think, I I think, think I, I, go go ahead. I, I don't want to. No, no, I was, was going to say like if it were maybe Bon. Joey versus Motley Crue. I think we could have like a little bit more sort of a, a parody between the two, but uh, going up against uh, the Almighty but Kiss. Either one, uh, one. Yeah. No. Again, Kiss has uh, the sort of the the legendary sort of status. They got, you know, the iconics. You know, they got. If if, if Kiss never made it out of the seventies, I still think they're beating Bon Jovi. I do too. But uh, but. But clearly, they they put out some great records there in the '80s. Just at the same time, you know, Bon Jovi was just like popping out of some you know uh, dive bar in in New Jersey. Oh, I'm glad uh, and, said and that. again, and again, they have they have great songs. They have great albums. They're, they're great performers, and they're they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Kiss isn't. Well, yeah. I guess maybe Kiss is now. Kiss they just is, made it. Yeah. Just just last year. Oh, Good for them. Yeah. But no, I mean, uh, I mean, I just I look at this matchup and I say to myself, but which one made the elder? 
<laughs> All right, I'm done. Yeah, where's the Bon? Said. Where's the Bon Jovi concept? Yeah, record, where's huh? Where's Bon Jovi's Just a Boy? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Bass. You, do, you know they're too, they're too busy doing duets with like Sugar House or Sugar Low for some <laughs> has been country group. But you know, All right, now let's let's do a wild card for for this non matchup. Pick them up. All right, let's see what's coming up here. Rolling it, rolling it, and bassist is what comes up for this. Well, David, I think David, I don't think that helps. Find well, I, I think case. I think we touched upon this. So so now you have a head-to-head versus Gene Simmons and Alec John Such, or a, in the current version of Bon Jovi. That who guy's left hand to play bass. Yeah, Good no, that, that keyboard player's left hand. Yeah. Um, um, come on! This is Bon Jovi's a band that the bass player doesn't even need the other three strings. Um, and and honestly, I mean, I, Gene Simmons very much reminds me of like the early Blackie Lawless stuff. Like a lot of really cool moving bass lines. I think yeah. like you think about a, a you know a record like Des- like uh, Destroyer, Detroit Rock City. Like my band played that tune, and the bass player played the hell out of that song. Man, that's a, a lot of good bass lines in those tunes. Bob Ezrin wrote that baseline a, for Gene. Oh, sorry. Whatever, <laughs> but 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 Gene's Gene a good player. Gene is he a good did, player. He did. Play. And I mean, he's, we he's, we talked about this on the Kiss episode. At seventy, Gene is still out there in dragon boots and being harnessed and blowing fire <laughs> and playing. Ba- you know, that's right. Take that, Carol the, King. The thing is, I, I mean, What's say what you name? will. Gene Gene is notorious in the industry for being a bit of a prick. But uh, any time I've met him, he's been great. And he also writes half the songs, and he also sings half the songs. So this is, a, again, not even not even a matchup. Gene, by a mile. Yeah. Carol Kay. Did I say Carol King? Carol King's the piano player. Lately. Same thing. Who's no, Carol, Carol Kay? Was, she, she was the <laughs> bass player. Did you ever see that thing where, like, it's Gene Simmons and Carol Kay, and she played on all, like, the really big hit records. And she's like sitting there, and she's like instructing him on how to play oh, a bass yeah, line. I did see that. And yeah, it's like he's—he's yeah. he's just got to give him credit for being patient because she's like straight up mansplaining like how to play a bass line to him. And he's like, right. oh, "Was okay, she hot? Thanks. Was there? Did he have a motive?" She was like a hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that—that that wasn't the question. Uh, <laughs> no, he had no motive. So that's no, no. He was just being. I mean, I think he was on camera, so he was being, you know, patient and kind and crap. Right. But, you know, sir, as soon as that camera turned off, he's like, this, this <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kiss moves on to the next round. Okay. Our next matchup. Here we go. Bay Area's Hold on. Metallica. Before, before we jump into this, mm-hmm. like previewing the next round, you've got Motorhead and Van Halen going up against Def Leppard and Kiss. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is... It's actually we're looking at some tasty. Da- we're tasty. looking at some dangerous matchups coming. I, like when you, when you paint a picture where Kiss can make it out of like the third round potentially. That's I didn't expect him to make it. I like you know. Have you heard this podcast? Or <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, welcome, okay. David, welcome to the group. Justice bends in the direction of Kiss, but uh, you know I. I think As it I, I kind of thought I I, I just kind of thought that the matchups would lay a certain kind of way where you like you can't you know 
you just gotta you gotta put Lenny down in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, it was all, all right. randomly generated. So all right. All right. yeah, matchup three: the Bay Area's Metallica versus Birmingham, England's Black Sabbath. See right here, this is going to be a tough one to say this, that. Like, this is only the marquee one of the, matchup of the weekend. Only <laughs> one of these bands is going to make it to the next round. It just is, doesn't yeah. seem right. Yeah. That being said, I'm going to go with Metallica because it just seems that their their longe- longevity, you know, they may have may not have like the same sort of. Uh, catalog as black sabbath has but then again black sabbath has seen so many di- different iterations of the band ever since ozzy left at the end of the 70s um and granted they put out great stuff but i think you know growing up as i did getting attached to metal when you know maybe it was ozzy that led me back to black sabbath but uh, metallica was kind of like right there and kind of jump-started my interest in more extreme sort of underground thrash metal um, Black Sabbath kind of for me just kind of came later and just filled in all of the other gaps. So I'm going to give it to Metallica. All right. One for Metallica. Gone. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Yeah, this one's hard. Because uh, the creators of all things heavy metal is Black Sabbath. Yep. They're the ones that started this entire. We have a podcast today based upon music that that they started in 1970. When I think about the situation, I, I think about that history, and I think about you know this this is the elder group, right? This is the elder statesman. This is the the chieftain sitting around the the fire, and 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 uh, you know this is this is where all your history comes from. With that said, it's hard not to vote for Metallica because. They took what was given to them from these elders, and let's face it, Metallica Metallica has done it bigger and better than anybody has ever done it. And their yeah. success, their success, I don't think will ever be rivaled by any other band within the metal genre. It's it's hard not. I, I don't want to diss Black Sabbath. It's hard not to go with Metallica. And 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 while and while we're on that point there of the sort of the the generations and you know understanding who your elders are, um, you know what Metallica does for heavy metal in the '80s, I think in a lot of ways keeps uh, bands like Black Sabbath, who have basically faded to nothing, still relevant. That the fact that 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 metal is still relevant here 50 years after Sabbath, uh, you know, 35, 40 years after Metallica has a lot maybe more to do with what Metallica is able to do um, than what Black Sabbath had done, you know, post uh, Ronnie James Dio, let's say. But David and John, let's let's hear your arguments for one or the other. Metallica's up 2-0 at halftime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know Ed what? Ed Sheeran is the halftime show. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Very so, nice. Makes sense. Sorry. No, no Ryan Adams. does. He's doing he's doing a Metallica set. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a contest. I gotta go with Black Sabbath. Um, Black Sabbath has done more from the beginning of their careers, even to now, and every person that's played with them has gone on to do 
other great things. Whereas Metallica is pretty much exactly the opposite. Well, the, so, yeah, but Dave, Dave Mustaine went on and formed that little band Megadeth. Yeah. So like the, 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 the redhead stepchild of the big four. Literally. Literally. <laughs> um, you know, you look at uh, Newstead, right? Mm-hmm. Removed from the first big record he was on. And then, uh, and then later went on to sub for Voiva. Yeah, like that. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, no, I mean, I, I got to go with Sabbath. Sabbath was going to be Sabbath was still going to be around. They didn't need Metallica to, to do cover tunes and keep them alive. Um, you know, I look at who was part of Sabbath, who came out of Sabbath and continued to do well. You look at Ronnie James Dio. You look at, you know, Gillen. Uh, thankfully, Vinny, please. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. <laughs> Come on, Vinny. Um, Glenn Hughes, you know, I, I I think that they have the lasting legacy in more than just their records to to justify winning this matchup. David, for you, a question, a thought mm. from from if you look at if you look at this uh, comparison, you look at the history, and mm. you look at the, and you look at the NBA, right? Doctor J was the first one to really take the dunk to amazing heights right little philadelphia love for dr j Uh, when somebody says greatest dunker of all time it's michael jordan it's not julius irving julius irving's black sabbath jordan is metallica yeah nah yeah okay (laughs) good good effort there call it now r.i.p kobe all right john so going down Uh, to the two minute warning here yeah and I am going to be the equalizer and go with Black Sabbath. Oh, God, I, God bless I, uh, To sort of throw back to Colin's comment of, of Van Halen having, having phases of their career that were both immensely popular. I love Ozzy. I love Dio. Um, I, I think the albums made with Black Sabbath... Uh, with Ozzy are incredible. And I think Dio's output is equally incredible not to take anything away from Metallica because I love Metallica, but I think to me and, and yes, they are sort of the cornerstone of what we talk about often. To me, it comes down to singer and, and I prefer both Ozzy and Dio to James Hetfield. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. I, I I just do, and uh, and you know, back in the day when we were growing up, I would have said Metallica, but now that I'm older and have the choice of putting something on whenever I feel like it, I listen to Black Sabbath more often than I do Metallica, and uh, and so I'm staying with them, which means this is the first matchup that's going to come down to the wild card. Hmm. Okay, this this is what makes it interesting. Okay. Mm. All right, roll it. Go spins. Music videos is Uh, what's come up. You know what? That's the one I was afraid of. Well, there you go then. Well, I mean. There's no Black Sabbath music videos. There's there's probably some. There's definitely Iron Man. I've seen I mean, here's the thing. Neither band has great videos. Neither one. Dude, so do we, do we punt or do we debate the, the quality of one? 
I, I think we almost need to spin again because we're talking about two bands that by and large have ignored video most of their careers. This is like spin the bottle when you got the ugly girl, John. Go ahead, spin it again. You don't want you don't want to kiss uh, the ugly girl. It's odd enough for me to say music video is the other girl. Thanks for paying for my house, but uh, <laughs> let's let's so, let her spin. Uh, okay, so the next spin is debut album. This is a good okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then fine. Okay. Black Sabbath wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, if we go back to the argument that uh, that Colin was laying out for us, that that Black Sabbath are the archetypes or the architects of this music. You know, it's Black Sabbath, nineteen seventy, self-titled. That's it's it has it all right there. The song Black Sabbath, yeah. songs like The Wizard. Uh, it, what else has it got on there? It's Timothy Black. That. Let's see. I'm, yeah, why I mean, am I drawing a blank? Yeah, that record beginning to end. Yeah, that's oh, it's, it's, it's the cornerstone. It's the cornerstone of everything we listen to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys would just send Metallica outside. Gentlemen, I, could you stay? <laughs> I don't know. I, well, no, it's got to be Black Sabbath. So, you do so, did it so with the wild going, card. So that's going head to head with Kill 'em All. But see, Kill 'Em All to me, although it is absolutely an amazing album, it's it didn't have that's not that didn't have the influence or the impact at the time it came out, in my opinion. Now you yeah. guys you guys are from the West Coast, so I'll tell you from an East Coast perspective, I'm personally it didn't get any any player in my area, but I'm sure out west it did. Right. But to me I, it's I mean, with with debut album, that almost swings my vote to Metallica. Really? Yeah. Wow. But but Black mm. Sabbath is is it? That's the that's the day the Earth was created. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, I mean, I mean look, look at that Metallica debut record and tell me the weak it, spot. There is not. It's fantastic, but it's exactly. not the first Black but Sabbath. It ain't, but it ain't the first Black Sabbath record. I, I mean, I think about. I'll put it in a little bit of a different perspective. If both of those bands toured on their first record, who would you go see? I would go see Black Sabbath. Yeah, Sabbath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, you go back and you you look at the tracks on Kill 'Em All, and there are still a lot of like classics on there that the band will still kind of like churn out. Whereas this record doesn't have, have them so much, you know. And think it just just in looking at it, yeah, it's like Black Sabbath. That's why I couldn't recall the Wizard. And, uh, Hold yeah, on, let's. Uh, and, I'm gonna roll and, the. I'm gonna and, roll the dice for another be, another tiebreaker. Yeah, does this tiebreaker here is a uh, uh, yeah, double tiebreaker? Metallica and Collins I've got okay. I, on this one. I rolled an eleven. That is uh, songs that were sampled by Ice T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Black yeah, Sabbath wins that one again. Dice roll because we're still split. It sounds. Wait, wait, where where are we now after the tiebreaker? I'm sad. Well, I I think I think after the tiebreaker, I think Mike and I are on Metallica and you two are on Black Sabbath. So All right. And let's let's spin overtime. it again. Triple overtime. Right, Although the video one was kind of taken back by John, so I, I mean okay. Well Metallica wins. Our our next category <laughs> is is logo. <sighs> okay. So Metallica okay. gets that one. So Metallica gets that one. Several logos. 
the, the know, category it, it is, the is logo, logo by it, itself. It's logo by itself. Yeah, and it's uh, I you know says okay. There's the first Sabbath logo. They have that sort of wavy logo with with the the words closer. Yeah, they almost changed it every record. Um, you get to four, you know. Then you get what we would see now is kind of like the classic. If you were looking for the Black Sabbath font right. and, on and the internet, got, that's that's got the logo that sort of intersects, with, you know, with yeah. the, with the black and the Sabbath to form the cross. I I, I think Metallica go Metallica's logo is so iconic. Yeah, it, um, and it, and it, look, so and it looks when they changed it, it looked like shit, and yeah, then they changed is, it back. <laughs> it, and it. it it looks like a the the logo looks like the name. It looks like it's just kind of like forged out of steel. It's, so uh, we're it's, going it's with pretty, Metallica pretty because of the logo, logo, right? Is that what you're saying? Now? <laughs> this yeah, is like the now. double it's, doink. That, we going to the double doink. Uh, that's, that's how it's in decided. Overtime. Wow. We can spin it one more time. Oh no, no no no! I don't want to break our yeah. rules. All right. Okay. I mean, okay, so, it, this truly was the hardest. That's what she yeah. said. Category. Nice. Yikes. Metallica moves on. Ouch. Now, Metallica. Our, our final matchup in the first bracket is Guns N' Roses versus Judas Priest. All right. Who, you guys want to take I, a crack at this want first? I Colin drop? to start this one because <laughs> I know he loves Judas Priest, but... I know he loves Appetite for Destruction, maybe even more. Uh, um, I'll say Appetite for Destruction is better than anything Judas Priest ever did because it's the number one album of all time. However, <laughs> when you look right. at, however, when you look at longevity, the whole career, the whole thing, starting way, way back before the new wave of British heavy metal began influencing that, you have to go with Priest. You have to go with Priest. It's you can't you can't put Guns N' Roses one stellar perfect effort up against the entire career that Judas Priest has had. Good point. Good point, David. What you got to say about it? I got Black Sabbath coming in off the top rope. Nice. Oh shit! Super snooker. I got to go with Judas Priest because I hate Guns N' Roses, um, and uh, I I think when I when I think about the the lasting nature of bands Judas Priest has got it and they made it to the modern era of metal whereas I think Guns N' Roses have has stayed kind of the same and they've gotten worse I think Judas Priest has has evolved uh, sometimes to their detriment they've evolved with the music and they've gotten better in my opinion okay okay yeah and, and Guns I'm, I'm <laughs> all right um, not not to, uh, to you know to take anything away from Guns N' Roses, and you don't really have to, um, because again, I think it's a little unfair that they're they're paired up here against uh, Judas Priest, who, as uh, Colin pointed out, just have like such a massive body of work. Um, they've been they've been doing this for fifty years too, and uh, you know they have the iconic look that kind of most people you know, just identify as heavy metal guns and roses was always somewhere, you know, between glam a little bit between like wanted to be Aerosmith. They have one really great record. Um, a few songs after that, and then they just disappear 
You know, I, I, I actually, I think it was just a couple years ago that I, maybe it was a couple months ago, I just listened to the Chinese democracy for the first time. And I was kind of like, I guess I was a little embarrassed. <laughs> but anyhow, it was just kind of like, Everybody what? Was. Oh, really? This? Anyhow, uh, it, hands down, Judas Priest. Yep. Agreed. Uh, I'm going with Judas Priest, too. Uh, like Colin, and, and God knows we fucking spoke about appetite for destruction and and i i love yeah two hours one album kids you can still listen to it That's uh right. the g side the I, r side i love appetite for destruction and That's i love guns and roses but having one perfect record and then just some spotty releases and sort of a half acoustic fucking whatever and some covers and some botox I, their career <laughs> is a mess and that it's self-inflicted um, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and it sounds like they're actually working on new music and they're, they're coming around and I, you know, I've seen them several times on the reunion. They were awesome, but they're not Judas Priest and I'm not the biggest Judas Priest fan, but I can take a step back and see what they've contributed to metal. And there's a handful of Judas Priest songs that I absolutely love, uh, uh, if even though it, I don't love them as a whole, so um, I'm going to go Judas Priest as well. So they're they're moving on to the next round. Before they do, let's let's give them a little dice roll. And up comes if it's debut albums, Judas Priest is in trouble. It's actually it's actually <laughs> yeah. singer and oh, oh. and. Uh, right. Judas Priest. I mean, it's not even a conversation. No. He is uh, the Met, Rob Halford see, is the metal could, god. Why couldn't exactly. that have been for Black Sabbath? I, I don't exactly. even like Sabbath, and I'm still reeling on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so a, a, a little observation here about the first round. I think uh, the older, more established, uh, you know, legacy band won in each case except for the Metallica. And again, it seemed like everybody could have gone one way or another on that. Yes. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next round. Ozzy is going to uh, haunt right. all of you. Our, our first, uh, can you read all conference. four, John, before we get yeah. the first one, can we give us a, sure. give us a recap if you would. Yep. Okay. So what's moved on our first round in the second round, our first matchup in the second round is motorhead versus Van Halen. Second one is Death Leopard versus Kiss. Third, Slayer versus Metallica. Fourth, Ooh. Iron Maiden versus Judas Priest. Oh, God. Ooh, wow. These are so, so tough. There's no winner. Slog uh, again. Oh, my God. Can I, can I come back in 20 minutes and find out what you guys did? Yeah. <laughs> see, what, All see, right. what, see what you did. Let, let's, let's talk about this first rounder here. Motorhead versus Van Halen. Okay. Huh. It's painful. It's painful because, and we haven't even done our Motorhead episode yet, which I, I hope we do in 2020. But the, the impact, the impact of Motorhead cannot be measured. It cannot. It, the influence, going back to Metallica, right? They did an entire Motorhead uh, tribute uh, on one of their Garage Days efforts. The impact that Lemmy and, and his his style of life, the, the way that he conducted his whole world of, of music and metal, the impact has reached generations of musicians. With that said, 
it's hard to go against Van Halen. It really is. It's hard to go against wow. Van Halen again with that with that legacy of of album sales, impact on the music, Eddie Van Halen. Um, I maybe maybe the the tiebreaker are the uh, the wild card. Maybe the wild card will get me Motorhead, but right now I'm sitting with Van Halen. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. You can see these two bands coming at you from like two opposite extremes. One being, you know, enormously popular, um, able to kind of reach a, a sort of broader audience. Uh, definitely has that sort of like fun-loving party vibe to it. And then on the other hand, you have Van Halen. Uh, no, I got that mixed up intentionally. Um, <laughs> whereas, you know. Motorhead represents, like I said, again, everything that's like the look, the sound, the lifestyle of hard rock, especially the the, the sort of uh, kind of like brutal underground, uh, you know, no frills, uh, you know, rock and roll that 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 was coming out of Britain uh, when Lemmy left uh, Hawkwind. So I, I would I would be a ponce if I didn't pick uh, Motorhead. So we're gonna go with Motorhead. So we'll balance it out there with Colin. David, oh, man, I'm I mean, this be is super fucking predictable here. So, uh, David, <laughs> so David, you could hedge your bets then, and then we no. Got the... See, here's the thing: it's like you could talk about metal all day, but I feel like when you're talking about Van Halen, you're talking about children, and when you're talking about Motorhead, you're talking about men, okay. and. Mere boys, they are. And, it, you know, it's kind of like when you're at a hockey game and they do mites on ice and you're like, these kids are great. But then, like, the freaking flyers come out on the ice and they just wreck the place. And you're like, oh, yeah, but this is hockey. And I think when you're talking about metal and you're talking about heavy music, Van Halen's cool. That's great. But... But we're talking about metal, and my vote goes to Motorhead. I mean, that is the band. You drop that needle anywhere. You pick up a two-record gatefold, drop the needle, and we are in metal heaven. Not necessarily true of Van Halen. Not saying it ain't good, but, you know, there's vanilla and there's chocolate, and I'm going with Motorhead. <laughs> that's the quote like there, of the, that's the quote of the night. You say like, like there's vanilla and then there's like hot asphalt. <laughs> well, I don't know about the fault part. Ice cream. That's your favorite flavor. <laughs> so John, um, what you got? Yeah. I'm going with vanilla. I I uh I I love Van Halen and I like Motorhead. Uh, to me, well, and, like and this you. may be, which is fine. I, I you know, I'm alive. Um, uh, Ouch. Ouch. I, and and this may be, be, be just a, a fault of mine is I just don't know Motorhead's catalog that well. But to me, it feels like you can pick a song from album 21 of Motorhead and a song from album three of Motorhead, and they're going to sound exactly the same. Every Very Motorhead similar. song to me yeah. sounds... It's like it's like the Ramones. Do I like yeah. the Ramones? Sure. Do I need two hundred songs that all sound exactly the same? Not really. Not really. 
Uh, but I and, do. And I, I, think- I, I I fucking love Lemmy, and and uh, I just uh, I have fond memories of seeing him often in Los Angeles at the Rainbow. Uh, he was always a gentleman and always nice to whomever, whomever would come up to him. Always happy to take a photo. Always happy to have a drink. Um, a great fucking guy, and uh, and and he's become, with good reason, sort of a patron saint of metal. Uh, but I prefer Van Halen. So, yeah, you, you, so you we're make, split. You, 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 you make a good point, John, and one that might be, like you said about Motley Crue, that yeah, you could you could do a lot with Motor Motorhead's uh, you know uh, deep tracks and stuff, but a greatest hits record like the No Remorse record. It's probably good enough right there for what was that like 83, 84 when that came out? Yeah, close. When to they that. when they 83, yeah, yeah, I think so. So and again, they they, they yeah, do have great songs, but they have and a great recognition. But you're but you're right, with with Van Halen, you're getting you you can kind of follow the evolution of the band a little bit more easily and kind of see how their their style, you know, changes with the times or yeah. with their singers. Well, and, and that's but, not a knock on motorhead if you like that style then give me 20 records of it iron maiden most of their records sound by and large the same but i like iron maiden so yeah uh, it's fine for me you know to to continue that style not every band has to evolve i you know i guess so anyway that brings us to another deadlock that, that brings us to another dice and this, this one what happened uh, where did the so go what where, where where did we end up wait did you hear that? Well, we ended up, did. Mike. Did you hear right. Metallica? You went. You, you, or, sorry, uh, you'll edit that out. Motorhead. You'll start Andy. again. That brings I, us to another. I said Motorhead. Oh well, then I'm overruled. Motorhead wins and moves on. Congratulations! Yes. But we still get to do the wild card, right? We do. Well, just indeed, for fun. and I just just for giggles, and what came up was. Love. Live show. Oh, well, sorry, Van Halen. Yeah. There's nothing more powerful than a Motorhead live show, period. There's nothing more deafening. That's yeah. right. Everything than louder than everything show. else. Oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, I, I've seen them in any, like, small, small clubs in Los Angeles. I've seen them in amphitheaters and every fucking time. It's <laughs> like they oh. were trying to set a record. Oh, every absolutely. time. Yeah. Oh, it's it's almost it's it's painful is what it is in a small club. You're just like, oh my god, dude, this is this is there's no mercy. Yeah, brutal. That's not Bru- to brutal, say that great that, live show. Not, not to say that Van Halen couldn't put on an entertaining program for a, a you know broader <laughs> audience without deafening half the audience. <laughs> I'll tell you what, <laughs> you're never going to see a video of Lemmy doing karate moves and dancing for 20 minutes while he watches himself. No. Exactly. Van but Halen Van, wins. Van Halen show band and review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. We're good. We're gonna we're gonna end up seeing DLR here next uh, Tuesday. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, what what kind of moves he's still got left. Yeah, it's gonna be like Cirque uh, du Soleil, dude. <laughs> yeah. See if he, see if he brings he, his no, dogs no, out. Cirque, Cirque, du, Cirque du Soleil is actually. Very choreographed and practiced. It will not be Cirque du Soleil. Dude, you wow. think he's doing that? You think he's doing that dog thing again? I, I, I what, what, where he stops no, he the show and watches watch himself on video after Ice Cream Man. If he brings yeah. up those dogs, 
Yeah, I, I am looking forward to uh, to a review from you, chaps. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get some, pic- right. some pictures. Motorhead moves on. Our next category is going to be really hard for Mr. Bosler. Uh, oh. Because it, it's Def Leppard versus Kiss. Now, let's have Colin start. No, I'm going to go last. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I started ah. Motley Crew. I started Motorhead. You got to get somebody else go before I do Death All right. Yes. Okay. Who's going? I'm gonna say Kiss, and I'll 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 give you my reasons later. So we'll just we'll get it out of the way with <laughs> I say Kiss. <laughs> In my way of looking at things, Def Leppard has uh, like two and a half good records. So that gets Kiss like from like their debut to like Destroyer. (laughs) So just two and a half albums in. Yeah. So I got my reasons. (laughs) David? I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, straight up. I'm going with Kiss. I can't. I think Duff Leopard has one good record, and that one good record, I don't even think I like all the songs on it. Um, I understand why people like them. I, I'm just not into it. Um, the the change that kept them afloat and probably made you know saved their career was not a change that I liked. I thought Pyromania they were onto something, um, and then they you know for all sure. kinds of reasons they were not staying in that direction. Um, Kiss, yeah, I mean, I think Kiss has got, you know, in, in many ways, like Judas Priest, uh, they weathered all of the changes, they weathered the storms, um, and honestly, they're, they're at a point in their career, they can just do greatest hits all the time, and sell out shows, they could put out another smashes, thrashes, and hits, which they probably will, <laughs> um, and people would buy it, listen to it, see it live. Um, I think Gene Simmons is already talking about AI and franchising once this rec once this tour is over and, and they could do it and they'll be the first band to do it, other than like the Wiggles. Um <laughs> so yeah. Well yeah, the absolutely. blue man group. Blue man, oh, they're not musicians. Menuda. Uh, they, they, they play music, drums and paint. That's what they do. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, they don't do stand up. <laughs> Okay, so we got two, we got two for he's, kiss there, John and, John and Colin. We got it. We got a flappered uh, vote. Colin's going last. Let and okay. of course I'm going with kiss, and here's why. Slang. Have you heard that fucking record? It's a good oh. record. It's oh, a Colin. good record. <laughs> it is a oh, good no. good record. I heard kiss it sold two copies. I have one of them. Yeah, you have two of them. Actually, you know what? I bought it twice. See, I know. That's oh here's, no. Here's, a, I really here's did. another exhibit to to put on the Def Leppard knock. Let's get rocked. Are you fucking oh, kidding my. me? Yeah, that's hard to say. Like, yeah, it's like, real ask hard everybody to stuff. raise your left like, hand. I, yeah, now, I will say Pyromania to me stands up really, if not surpasses most, if not all, Kiss records. It it goes toe to toe with almost yeah, every yeah. Kiss record, yeah, but. Kiss has another ten records that I love, and Def Leppard has like another record that I love. Um, Let me look at Pyromania. And, and the live shows don't even compare. Def Leppard's fine in concert, but it's very 
uh, uh, very workmanlike. It, it's yeah. it's very um, here's pour some sugar on me. Here's a little rap that Joe does about growing up. And not to say Kiss isn't by the numbers, but Kiss to me is a spectacle, whereas Def Leppard's just uh, Def Leppard. Yeah, Def Leppard had that thing where they back on the Hysteria tour where they they yeah where, the, where they did in, it in, in the, the round. round. Which yeah, is pretty sure. novel. I, absolutely. So that, that, that was they, they were crushing it at the time, but ever since, no, no that that was there, there was no there was a very sort of uh you know clipped evolution, and I, I never even got into slang. Is that is that a thing? Granted, Kiss oh, probably has, has really. Colin loves it. It's really <laughs> I do. I do. I bought it twice. Uh, Okay, Colin. So he needs one, he needs one to loan you're, out to his friends. You're already. I, I did, and my friend lost it. That's why I bought it twice. Uh, we found it behind uh, his dresser like ten years later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Phillips, if you're listening, I never forgave you for that. Yeah, at least behind I got the it. dresser because it sure wasn't being played that often. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I found a coaster. <laughs> he was using it to prop a table up. Oh, sorry. Is this yours? <laughs> it is a good release. Oof. All right. Yeah. Well, Gosh. as we know, Def Leppard made my. Let's hear your Mount... eulogy. <laughs> Def Leppard made my Mount Rushmore of hair metal bands. So we know how I feel about them. I, I'll tell you what, Kiss. First, we have Kiss over top of Bon Jovi. Now we're going to put Kiss over Def Leppard, and then put Kiss up against Motorhead. Kiss, you know? Kiss beats yeah. Bon Jovi without getting out of bed. Okay, but. Uh... <laughs> I mean, well, come on. I, okay, well, first, first of all, I have already lost because you guys all picked this. <laughs> all right? So this is the point is moot. But I'm going to tell you that if I was forced to vote, I'd have to go kiss. All right. right. Okay. You're, you're forced right. to vote. I mean, okay. Colin, on your deathbed, you're going to look back as, as this is the right decision. <laughs> like, I, I mean, you don't want that last thought to be, I, I stuck up for slang. Dude. And, and, then, and then and then the flat line. Yeah, the somebody will walk in. Gene Simmons will be doing a book signing. They'd be like, "There's there's a dead guy in the yeah. Could Gene you come will say a few words? Try and sell you an official Kiss branded IV. He'll, he'll, he'll come in. Yeah, he'll come in and be like, "Hey, is uh, Colin Bosley?" <laughs> if you listen to "All I Want Is Everything" from Sly, it is a really really strong song. Uh, are you going to tell a story about the ladies again? The ladies? The yeah, ladies. was the, the song the used on the ladies? Uh, no, but actually there there is a, a woman attached to that song. So nice. That's, that's, wow. Okay. Don't, tell, don't tell my wife. That woman, <laughs> Jessica Waffle House. There you go. <laughs> I remember that night, three a.m. in the parking lot of Denny's. Before we move to the next bracket, I need to get another drink. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, really? Fair enough. Yeah. No. You need uh-huh. to leave the room? Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't have an ice maker in my office, sadly. You got a stand-up video game. Doesn't have an ice maker. Yeah, man. That's your priorities, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let me think about this. He, he mentioned Pyromania as a record that stands up to almost any Kiss record. I would agree. That I mean, that's the record I would say... Is their best, you know, dude. High and Dry is awesome, though. Uh, yeah. I couldn't get into it. I couldn't. I picked oh, up at Pyramid. Let it go. 
No, no, I got in at Pyromania. The kid across the street from me got into High and Dry and Through the Long Night. Is that what it's called? On through That's the, on through the night, yeah. drive, on through the night um, of the first one, right? Yeah, so so we both got into Pyromania, and then he went back and picked up the first two records, and he really got into High and Dry, and mm. I just what's there's like a single off of that, right? Bring off on the heartache, bring on the heartbreak, on the heart, heartache, heartbreak, heart, heartbreak, They actually uh, then I think after Pyromania came out, they. Uh, remixed high and dry and and then they released that song again as a single yeah so they were just like i thought was was like telegraphing the sound of pyromania mm -hmm. you know what i mean that really felt like i thought when i heard it the first time was not from this neighbor of mine i thought it was a single off of pyromania i went back to my record um and it was not on that and i had heard the other record i guess and missed this song and not paid attention and was not going to pick that record up. It was like I was not into it. But you know, if I think if they could have maintained the style and the energy and taken that, you know, moved that forward, um, obviously a lot of things, you know, including going with electronic drum sounds, etc. Um, you know, and they embrace that and good for them. They they got a lot of fans out of that. Um, that move yeah. they made. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, yeah, if you if you just go back to high and dry and just put it on the background one day, or or just as you go riding along, it's it's a great record. All those songs really hold up well. But <laughs> th- th- that 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 album, that band at that time was just just another band. You know, it was it took Pyromania to like break it through, um, and MTV as well. Yeah, and then well, then then it was a formula that they could not repeat at least not without taking two years off and. You know, trying to figure out how Rick Allen is going to drum with one arm, which yeah, they managed I, to do, and they, they they sold a few records, didn't they? They um, you know, the other thing is that they didn't have at the time a lot of bands that were in their, you know, in their circle had like a hotshot guitar player, and they didn't. And I'm not saying that their guitar players are not good, but they weren't a feature of the band. Right. And I think that's another yeah. reason I didn't pick up on them, and some people in the circles I ran in didn't pick up on them. You needed a guy who could like blow out a solo, and I think those guys were tasty players, but they weren't featured players. Yeah, yeah, and th- and again, their the style of songwriting too didn't. Well, and again, maybe that's the thing. If you don't have the guy with the chops, then you don't write those songs. Whereas if Eddie Van Halen is in your band, yeah, you're gonna like feature solos uh, a lot. Yeah, and I mean, I think they were good. I mean, they they had guitar endorsements. They were on the magazines. They had a lot of yeah. respect in the world of of you know, in the guitar world. Um, I want to say was was Steve Clark endorsed by like Gibson? Was he? I think he was. He might have been. Because I mean, sure. he was a Les Paul guy, and I th- I think he was in some Les Paul ads. Yeah, um, I don't doubt it. And uh, Phil Collins still has a Jackson like signature model. Which is a really okay. nice guitar, but I wouldn't buy somebody's signature model just as a matter yeah. of Steve, Steve Clark was endorsed by Gibson. Yeah. And they that's made him huge. some they, custom guitars for the yeah, hysteria. I mean, they, tour. they don't just run around endorsing people. Um mostly because they don't have any money. Um but you know, I mean a, a new a new Les Paul is like fifteen hundred dollars. Mm. You know, that's no it's not small change. Um I think even Zach Wilde is is endorsed by Epiphone, which is yeah, the yeah. consumer model, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah. How about that? Well, I'm glad they lost. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do a wild card spin for that one? 
No, uh, we did not. Away. We don't have All our right. 1D12 here. Let, let, let me spin this here. See what pops out for these fine bands. Guitarist. Well, David just covered well, we, that, didn't we he? Were just, we were just talking about that. So, And that's putting them up against, say, Ace? Yep. Oh, okay, I'm going to give it to Ace. Because Ace mm. is that guy. He, he may not be everybody's favorite guitarist, but he could... He can lay it down. He's no Tommy Thayer. Ah. I mean, that's the structure of the band is they have a guitar player who plays solos, you know, yeah. and, and Def Leppard does not. Yeah. And, you know, and, and again, Ace is iconic. Lo- you know, whether you love him or hate him. That's right. Okay. And occasionally, well, Vinnie Vincent and Bruce. Yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Mark St. John. Mark St. John. Not so much. God, any episode where we talk about with Kiss is fucking great. <laughs> That's right. It really well, hey, is. It, it, Can we just cut to the end? Kiss wins. You can let's, tell the fix Let's in. go to our next bracket, which right. is the thrash bracket. Slayer versus Metallica. Unreal. Unreal. Okay. It, it's... It had to come to this. It shouldn't come to this. <sighs> I feel All right, like let's... so many bands early. I feel bad. Well, David, you <laughs> want to go first on this one here? Yeah, sure. I'm easy. I go Slayer. Okay. Like, and, and you know what? I voted Black Sabbath over Metallica. I like Metallica. I'm going Slayer over Metallica. I still like Metallica. But, you know, Slayer is a band. They bring it. Uh, I say that similarly to, to Motorhead. Uh, I know some folks have the opinion that Slayer doesn't change. I think they have changed. I think they've changed a lot. I think that they have done um, in their in the genre of metal early on. They created the niche they're in. So to say that they don't go outside of it, like they don't need to go outside of it. They're right. they're Slayer. Like there are dozens and dozens of bands who, if they use that like no effect, you know, almost claustrophobic vocal sound. That's Slayer. Like Slayer came up with that. If they've got the hard pan guitar players with no effects, just distortion, you know, and the big whammy dives and stuff, that's Slayer. Everybody else is doing what Slayer did, and Slayer doesn't have to bend and fit in anywhere. Whereas you see a lot of these bands, Metallica included, they've had to fit into other genres that they didn't create. Whereas Slayer, Slayer laid that groundwork. They stuck it out, and they still hold their own big time. Um, they've managed to, you know, they've lost their drummer. They've lost their, their guitar player. Um, they're, they're closing out, <laughs> you know, their careers. And uh, I don't think they have anything to apologize for. I, I, I think their new stuff, I, I haven't gotten into it just because there's so much of it. Um, but I still will turn on a Slayer record, and I'm, I'm blown away. I, I wish, and I say this all the time when people talk about favorite records or favorite listening experiences, I wish I could tr- go back in time to the to get the feeling of the first time I heard South of Heaven. That Those yeah. first couple of notes of South of Heaven are just freaking haunting. Um, and I love, I'd st- I go back and I listen to that and I can get myself kind of in that zone. <laughs> Some of those records are, are literally perfect. Uh, Rain and Blood and South of Heaven are nearly perfect thrash records. Um, and they've done some other stuff since then that's at least as good and not, you know, a straight up replica of those things. Uh, what's the uh, what's the record with War Ensemble on it? 
you know, dead skin mask on there. Um, Seasons in the Abyss. Seasons in the Abyss. Another I think, great. I, I think that's it. Dude, I was down working in the basement and a dead skin mask came on. I forgot oh. that there's like children. <laughs> and I'm like working and I'm like, I'd stop and I'm listening and I'm like, is Jennifer home with the kids? Are you guys home? <laughs> no? okay. And I like hit play and I go back to work and I'm like, so what was that? <laughs> I love it. It's, yeah, it's it's some girl like calling out to Ed Gein, like Mr. Gein, are you gonna let me go? It's like clearly he's not gonna let her go, but yeah, it's that's that's a classic track right there. Um, okay, well, John, you got uh, get your vote ready to cast Metallica, yeah. Slayer, Metallica, Metallica. Yeah, okay. I like Slayer. <clears throat> and uh and but they've never been one of my big bands uh mike and i saw them play with judas priest when we were wee lads and it was fucking scary uh <laughs> I, I i i forget i forget what band there was a different band slotted to open for priest and i want to say it was Dawkins. I think I, yeah. I honestly think it was Dawkins. It was that's the how you remember it anyway. Yeah. It doesn't look like Dawkins. And for whatever reason, when they got to the Cow Palace for that Dawkins show, kill everybody. Slayer opened, <laughs> and and uh, we were young teens, and that I had not seen something like that yet, yeah. and it was yeah. fucking hardcore. David, you cracked yeah. yourself up there, huh? <laughs> Did you ever hear that story about the lady, the the grandma who took her kid to see the Aristocats, but she took him to see the Aristocrats? Oh, very different. That's what this yeah. is. Um. Oh. Uh, anyway, I, I for that? me the catalog. George Lynch looks angry. Uh, the catalogs just don't match up. I th- I think Metallica wins that battle. Player uh, um, songs that I love. But uh, Slayer, to me, even their their biggest records don't don't match up against Ride the Lightning or Master of Puppets to me. So I'm going with Metallica. Wow. Okay, so it's tied. Colin, you want to? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Metallica. Metallica. Um, lots of love to Slayer. Certainly enjoy their music. Certainly have a lot of respect for them. As I wrote in one of our text me- text messages, not often are there bands where people who yell out Slayer and it's, they're not even performing that night, right? You don't hear them yelling out other bands <laughs> who are not in town. But you go to any concert, at the Kiss concert, right? We're going to see in a, in, a, in a couple of Tuesdays. You know in the bathroom somebody's going to yell a fucking Slayer because they're going to do it. It, it becomes, yep. a, you know, it's, it's the mantra of the metal community. Uh, so again, much love to those guys. Really appreciate everything that they've done. I was really shocked, by the way, when I looked up total album sales, how low it is compared to a lot of the other bands. Only five million compared to many, 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 many more. Um, but I think when again, when you look at Metallica and you look at their reach, their influence, their history, their their they, they got videos too. Yeah, it's I, Metallica is just there. Uh, if I look at the concert posters that we all developed. Metallica would always be above Slayer. Metallica is not going to open for Slayer, but Slayer, just like in the Big Four, would open for Metallica. Yeah. No. And and, and again, I guess yeah, we have to qualify our praise for 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 Slayer in the same way. Uh, take a point there from David. Like, yeah, is uh, has evolved, but it's you know to to a person from the outside, it would be very sort of like 
almost indiscernible. Um, they don't do ballads. Metallica at least did a ballad. Uh, they don't cover Bob Seger. Metallica did that. They don't <laughs> sing with Marianne Faithful or Lou Reed. Metallica did that too. Perform with a symphony. Metallica did that. <laughs> they got the, you know, they, they have like all of the sort of, uh, the, all of the cred that goes with being like a founding uh, father of, you know, the, the Bay Area thrash metal scene. They went on and they become sort of like global giants. Uh, they toured with Guns N' Roses. Shit. That's just, that's almost insane on its face right there. Uh, and they, again, they've, they managed to sell a lot of uh, merch, a lot of records. And I don't, I don't think that they really ever sold out except for maybe that load record or maybe reload. But then I go back and listen to those, and it's like, these are some pretty hot tunes on here, too, mm-hmm. uh, if you like rock Talica. Um, so I'm, I'm obviously going to have to give it to Metallica. Even though I, I do love Slayer, when, you, when you're in mood for a Slayer uh, tune or an entire album, you know, they, they, they do the job. You know, but I don't feel like eating jalapenos every moment of the day or, you know, like on a regular basis. Every once in a while, though, I'll pop one in. Imagine uh, Slayer and Metallica it. sitting around, just like chewing the fat in the green room, <laughs> and somebody like somebody's like, so that load record, and it's just like awkward <laughs> silence. Yeah, someone no, puts they, on Lulu yeah, down do the hall. Lulu, Terry <laughs> King <laughs> just load. stares, stares really? at Lars until he leaves like, the room. It is like Tom me. Tom Araya just like stares at the news on the TV. Like I'm not making eye contact. I'm not making eye contact. Yeah. Lulu see, made load and reload look good. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, but, a but again, plus. that's that's a testament to their success that's too. The, that they they could at least afford to be a little bit more experimental, a little bit more daring. Whereas a lesser band would say, like, no, man, we got to stay to the tried and true formula. And, and give the fans what they want. An, an album and like don't that disappoint could, the fans. End a lesser band, mm-hmm. right? So that, yeah, that's so not the, a testament and, to how good they are. <laughs> Right, we're gonna, but it's but it's a testament to how how well they're able to kind of like navigate the the larger culture too, and not you know and not stay sort of pigeonholed in in a very sort of limiting five million records in thirty plus years. Yeah, that's that's, but that's, no, that's like that's, like them making those crappy think, records is like the fact that people still eat at Chipotle and Chick Fil A. You know, like oh, do you do you believe that they? People got all that food boys thing. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's just right down the street from work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Is it at lunchtime now? I'm Chipotle closed. Yeah, there's still just, an hour. All right, let's do a dice roll for these guys. Okay. Right. I'm going to click this here. And D&D cred just went right out the door. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to roll my D20 and... Songwriting and lyrical content. Slayer. Oh, yeah, that's that's going to tip it towards Slayer. Probably. Though, Dude, before you see the light, you must die. Mm-hmm. Wow. Metallica has no children in their songs. Yeah. Uh, they got. They only. They only. They say that's for the band. <laughs> they got the children. Wait, you know, watching by the sea and stuff, right? Right there, and the the thing that should not be, but yeah, there's no kids screaming. Uh, I, I I'm gonna have I I would totally give it to to Metallica. Metallica is is far more effective uh, in 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 the 
the the crafting of their of their songs and their lyrics you know they're you know they're, they don't have to be sort of like b grade horror film like like slayer does but that's that's what slayer's kind of good at uh, metallica is a little bit more nuanced a little more sort of like a little more psychological insight uh they do like those really great sort of predicament uh songs you know, they, don't, they don't sing about satan they are they gave that shit up and they wouldn't even let it you know be recorded on the jump in the fire song whereas that that was kind of slayer's stock and trade you know, but you have great songs about like being trapped under ice. The title of that song is called "Trapped Under Ice." Uh, you get songs about like, "What would it be like to be like, uh, <laughs> you know, fried on the electric chair, ride the lightning." It's like, let's do that. They were much more, I think, in that way, kind of creative, um, and still able to kind of stay on a very, very dark side of things. Uh, the, the things that are very much part of like the the, the troubled energy of uh, of most, you know, sort of metal. Whereas Slayer is kind of kind of cartoony and creature featurey in, in in some cases they don't sing the, about chicks think, none of these bands sing about chicks or car the deepest the deepest things about metallica songs are their titles and most of them are instrumental songs <laughs> <laughs> like this sound that song sounds heavy man what's it about well it's it's a bass song right. yeah <laughs> take one Right. Okay. Well, I, I I put it out there for Metallica, but I, I don't think it's going to overturn the three to one vote. Do we have anything it, else you want to say about? Yeah, it, it's not. Metallica moves on. We are to the next matchup. I, I don't want to do this one. Well, life's full of dangerous choices, Colin. This is going to be a chapter in in Colin's autobiography. It's called. But it's John, called it hurts. Iron yeah. Maiden versus Judas Priest. The day they came for me. <laughs> so, so we see how this is shaping up here overall. Okay. All right. It is. All right. Now we have two legacy bands, both with deep, deep catalogs, both filled with great players, both with great vocalists, both with very long careers that are still going. All right. I'm not going to waste anybody's time. I'm out. <laughs> you're you're nice. just you're not gonna vote on this. Hour. You're gonna. I, if you want my vote, I'll give you my vote. I've I've nothing to contribute here. Um, I'll go with Judas Priest just because I like more Judas Priest songs than uh, I like Iron Maiden uh, songs. I can't decide. Yeah, that's that's go, one for Judas Priest. I'll go Judas Priest. That's two for Judas Priest. Damn. Damn, Michael. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Iron Maiden. Wow, and, and I'm gonna go with Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah, no, Michael knew that. He's like, like well, John go Harden of Power Slave Productions yeah. chooses Dude, Iron I, Maiden I mean, in this round. Fucking come on! Like, I mean, at least Iron Maiden has its members still playing. At this point, Judas Priest is Rob Halford and whomever he finds for that tour. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and and I'd say a, a better show, like um, be, better it's live. So bad. I, I I don't know. I I just I there are many more Iron Maiden albums that I like than Judas Priest records. Like Judas Priest records that I love. There's probably two. Turbo. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> if Iron Maiden put out, if Iron Maiden put out a double record that only had three songs on it, you would not see John Harden for like three. Yeah, I'd have a fucking pre-order in already. <laughs> like, I need, I need some lotion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, writing a two-minute epic about uh, the Granada War. I'm in. <laughs> he comes out. He comes out all dressed like, uh, like Marcos. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, well, that is it two versus two because because David had a throwaway vote. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Jill Stein. Hey, hey, David's <laughs> playing across the street. Not interested. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna redouble my efforts here. Like right right from you know the get go with uh, with Iron Maiden's debut record. Uh, you know, they, they, again, kind of establish what, uh, what they're going to be all about. And I, again, they kind of channel a lot of the sort of like dark energy of, of black Sabbath fuse it with a little bit of, you know, late seventies punk. And it's, it's already sort of like, you know, providing a, a different kind of, uh, you know, prototype or template for, for what, uh, you know, eighties metal is going to look like. They got that, uh, the, the great iconography with Eddie, the, the head, uh, they have like a howler singer and Paul Diano. They got great, you know, Steve Harris, who's I think on the twentieth in February, he's playing in Brooklyn with his band British Lion and his son's band. So the guy can just not take a rest, apparently. Uh, even you know, what has he been doing Iron Maiden since seventy five? But uh, and again, Bruce Dickinson is an unparalleled singer. Again, putting him up against uh, Rob Halford doesn't seem quite fair. But if you're going to have anybody, you know. You know, do better than Rob Halford. Maybe it's Bruce Dickinson, and we 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 saw him just last year. And the guy didn't have to right? look at an eye. He didn't have to. Yeah, we did. We totally saw that, David. It was uh, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. it was it's eight feet from your house. It was okay. Uh, he didn't need an iPad to read the lyrics from, and he was like, you know, in great shape, just running around the stage, acting out the songs. It, it was again like a great great show. They have. I'm going to say like they have like a greater catalog of, uh, of songs. If you're going to listen to, you know, 90 plus uh, minutes of continuous music that I enjoy, there's definitely some, you know, some, some priest tracks. How was the second? I'll never song? tired. The second <laughs> song. It was, uh, it was great. It was uh, two minutes to midnight because that's, it's always been two minutes to midnight since like, the mid eighties. Anyhow, those, that's my two cents. Not going to change any minds or hearts here. All right. <clears throat> so going to have to do some, uh, two, some two wild cards versus two goes to a wild card. So let this, me. We, spin we it. might do six wild cards in a row. <clears throat> we might. <laughs> Let's see here what the first one is. Spin it up. Well, it's branding, branding, and album covers is what comes up. Now. Oh, yeah. Tie? Nah, you gotta go with one, me. One, one, one band, one band, spot, dude. one band has Eddie. Go to yeah. any metal show, and if you have someone yelling Slayer, count how many Iron Maiden shirts you see at any heavy metal show versus yeah, yeah. Judas Priest. It, it's not even a contest. Like yeah, they, they got those stupid play on words for their stupid album cover names and all that stupid stuff. Like, like peace of mind, get Stained it? Stained class. Well, you, oh, get, you gotta let that one go, David. You're always, you bring that up all the time. Oh. British Steel. 
I I, I just think, yeah. think that one one band has a continuous sort of image that they've projected on their album covers versus one that is all over the place. And not I mean Judas Priest has some fucking great album covers. Uh yeah. Defenders um Scream- Screaming Vengeance. For Vengeance is great, like, but they also have Ram It Down. They also now, have, you see, like, the ones for, like, Point of Entry? Yeah. Yes. Or, uh, oh, or Stain yeah. Class is pretty dumb, too. Yeah. Rockarola, they had to, like, they got, so got, boy, got, got boycotted because uh, they played on the Coca-Cola uh, in, right. uh, label. Or Rockarola their, their, sounds uh, like yeah. a Frankie Valley. I mean, man. Iron Maiden's got some shit, too. Dance of Death is a travesty. Uh, but well, uh, well, but, that's a larger but I mean, I, I think just, you know, if, if we are going by sort of the, the to their credit, I never even knew that record existed. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and if and if and if they only had like Power Slave and Somewhere in Time or, or, or Number uh, for the Beast or or Killers as album covers, I'd say like hands down, call them what say ye. Iron Maiden. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he like puts up this big fight, and he's like, "All right, you're fine." You're right. No, no, John. Yeah. John made some very valid. See, the, the it's the, the we're talking. You know, this is this is like Renoir versus Matisse or something. You know, or you've got Chagall versus Matisse. Matisse every day, hands down. But my point is, you're talking about well, the Chagall masters, right? Matisse, you're, yeah. you're, huh? Come on, seriously. Renoir yep. was a punk. <laughs> Like, oh, would my you Colin, like to sit for a yeah, go go back to what we were talking about? So okay, my point was, was we're talking eight. about two masters that we're debating. Is my point, and so my heart goes with Judas Priest. That's just because that's the way it's always been. However, John made some very good points about Iron Maiden. I can certainly concede without a whole lot of of uh, trepidation. It's I'm I perfectly fine with Iron Maiden. Appreciate your decision about the master debate. <laughs> I stopped, I stopped because Michael got very upset. <laughs> Just right. when you start bringing, like, you're going to pair up Renoir I, with Matisse? Like, I, I picked words in my head that okay. sounded good. I know. Yeah, shall we do it? Michael Angelo, I couldn't pick anybody. Wow, or shall we send Maiden let's, to let's, the next round? Maybe I just the next fuck round. with you, Colin. So, I know. I know. so what do we got? All right. <laughs> Maiden goes to the next round. So we're in the quarterfinals? Yes. Put them out right so, chip. We have we're down to two face-offs now. The first is Motorhead versus Kiss. The second is Metallica versus Iron Maiden. <laughs> so I want to see John do that one. Fucking done. We're gonna have two sides of John's face arguing with each now. other. <laughs> He's gonna All turn right. left, turn right. Motorhead versus Kiss. Right, let's well, let's start, start off this one because now Kiss goes down. <sighs> Kiss, Kiss cannot hold up to Motorhead. Kiss held up pretty far. They cannot beat the the history of Motorhead. There's there's too much influence, too much uh, just I- iconism, if that's a word, that Motorhead has a little edge over Kiss. I'll go next. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, kiss. kiss. I, I mean, I, I, I think the same argument that you just said, Colin, in terms of influence, could be said about Kiss, just for different bands. Mm-hmm. And also, 
I mean, Kiss, not not to make it a popularity contest, but Kiss plays stadiums and Motorhead was opening for bands even at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I don't know. I don't I, I think people appreciate Motorhead. I don't know how many bands were influenced by Motorhead because how many bands sound like Motorhead? Not that many. Yeah. I don't know. When you said what you just said to me, John, that they were playing stadiums, Motorhead didn't need to play stadiums because they weren't in it for the money and the glory and the ego. Well, okay. Let it, me I mean, let me just wanted to play music. They're in it for the craft, I guess. Right. Like right. I mean chicks or, or to get enough money to uh to be able to hang out at the rainbow. Like I, I don't know. Like I I don't see that many bands of the bands we speak about that say, God, if it wasn't for Motorhead, we wouldn't be doing this. Uh, you could find a bunch. Like yeah. what? I think it's, it's really I think find. People, They're hanging out at the people, mall. Well, I think people appreciate <laughs> Lemmy, but I also think a lot of those people appreciate Lemmy for being Lemmy. Well, sure. For, yeah. for, right. For being, for being the person that he was more so than the music, because no one's looking wistfully back at Orgasmatron going, God, if it That's wasn't for song. that, where would yeah. we be? Great title. Um, but you guys bring up a good point there. And, and, and I think it's, it's one where we, again, it makes it really difficult when, when these two bands have to, have to square off. It's, it's the sense that, you know, what we love about metal metal culture is that there is a sort of pride that we take in its, uh, its integrity, um, and, and the sort of like hard ass image, um, and the sort of like, I don't do this for money. I do this for me sort of like you know, uh, sort of attitude. Whereas we, we, we completely recognize in kiss that they are, uh, they're businessmen. Um, so the, you know, of course their, their model was always based on like, how do we get more fans to the arenas, to the stadiums? How do we get more fans buying our, our albums and then all the merchandise that goes with it? So it's, it's a kind of a challenge to kind of put them head to head because they're they're coming at us from like uh, two different uh, parts of the marketplace. Um, I, I just reiterate, you know, my my previous points there uh, from when we we were talking about Kiss before against Motorhead or and Motorhead was was uh, pitted against. I don't recall now. Um, Van Halen. Okay, yeah, uh, but but I'm gonna say like yeah, there's there's probably five times as many songs by Kiss that I would enjoy like on a regular basis as opposed to the Motorhead song. So I just think maybe it's just more about quantity. Um, and certainly just my background, John's background, it's like, shit, but I just had to like, if somebody, if there's, if I was like a tree and someone was like counting the rings and like looking to like, oh, these were the years where you could tell that you listen to a lot of Kiss you could see all of it right there. It must have had some sort of effect on him, um, and I and I think it did. And you know, I, as much as I love Motorhead, um, they're not going to beat me as far as uh, as Kiss goes. And Kiss, you know, they also got uh, they got the Dynasty record. Take that, Motorhead! I was made for loving you. It's fucking a disco song. They did disco. They did Shandy. Come on. If, if 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 Motorhead covered Shandy, I'd maybe be good to give them a little bit more, like a little bit more of a nudge. But Shandy, uh, I was made for loving you. Just unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. Vinnie Vincent, come on, they got they got a lot of extra wild cards in there. So 
David, I think you are going to be something of a tiebreaker or the tie maker. I think you've all made really good points. Don't forget the elder. It's true, just, man. Just, just put that out there. Um, I think that I can't argue volume over power. And that's where I lean Motorhead. I put on a Motorhead song and it is just concentrated power. Whereas when I'm in the mood for Kiss, I find myself kind of skating around. And that's fine when I'm in the mood for Kiss. But, you know, I could pull up Iron Fist, Orgasmatron, uh, some of the, the duets they've done, you know. Um, you take a, you know, I, I think of it like you, you mentioned No Remorse, you know, a greatest hits record, a double record. I don't think any Kiss greatest hits record, except maybe Double Platinum, which was what like their fifth record, right? Uh, um, that came Ish. out in like yeah, seventy eight. Yeah. That, that, that came out after the solo records, I think. But like, I don't double think so. Platinum. I think it was, I think it was like seventy eight. Double Platinum. You go, either way, either way, seventy eight. I, I, yep. I think and you take. It. I think you take double platinum and put it next to no remorse. I think that's as close as you get to kiss really taking a stand against motorhead. Okay. And man, it's tough because I think any day of the week I might argue the other side of this, but today I think we're going motorhead. Yeah. Okay. You have to figure that was 78 when when Kiss put out the double platinum, and then there's uh, well, they're still playing this what's the, as, what's as their late next, as this week. What's their next greatest hits? Smashes, thrashes. Is uh, um, well, they put out those live records too. I don't. know. That's not no, the I'm same not sort of format. I'm not counting live. I'm not counting live records. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be probably the smashes, trashes, thrashes, thrashes, and hits, thrashes, and yeah. hits. And then they did one since then, right? Like recent, more recently. Didn't Probably, they? Oh, I'm sure they ten. Have. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's you wanted the best that's... is there. Yeah, you wanted that's the one I'm thinking of. You wanted the best. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I got to go Motorhead. I think I got to go Motorhead. All right. Okay. I believe that puts us at the tiebreaker. Or the uh, it does put card. us to the split. Let spin a wild card. It's one of the wild card things, uh, facial warts. Come on, give me drinking think, and smoking. Let's see here. Give me spinning, terrible lifestyle. Spinning. Um, don't pick sleeping with women because there's a tie again. Songwriting and lyrical content. Oh, Motorhead, hands down. Every song sounds the same. Dude, they never wrote a lyric. I'm going to put my log in your fireplace. Right. But, okay. As Kiss got to it first, you don't think there's some. You don't think there's Come some really on. corny. 
there's 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 really corny lines on, on he some of those. He writes about religion. Stuff. He writes about politics. He writes about the strata of the government and the and the way the the common people are treated. He Kiss writes Kiss about, writes about sex. We are the road crew. Exactly. We are he, the he, road he, crew. He dedicates a song to the to the unknown Dude, Metropolis. Great. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Kiss writes about sex. Oh, by the way, they write about sex and then their sex. Did I ever tell you that yeah. I was well into my 30s when when somebody said to me, you know, all the Kiss songs are about sex. I'm like, what? Well, don't they put the X in sex? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they yeah. did. They, they yeah, took it out, too. They, they totally do it. <laughs> it was like, hey, it baby, have us some sex. I, I, you know, I, I, it's uh, on this wild card. I think we're going to be split again. Mike and I are staying with Kiss. No way. You guys can't. <laughs> Dude, lyrical just, content? Just, just, in, just in breadth of work. They have songs that sound completely different from one, one another. You definitely don't Motor- want to talk about Motorhead with breath. No, I, ju- I just think <laughs> that Motorhead is a one-trick pony, and it's a good trick. But it's like Slayer to where every fucking song oh, sounds the oh. same. You got to get dig into their catalog, my brother. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm like, I'm probably 51 kiss on this one. I, I, oh, my God. All right. I. I'm uh, even though David is standing on the, kiss, on the kiss side of the street, we can do another spin. Well, no, no, it's not necessary. But I just hope that Metallica or yeah, Iron yeah. Maiden understand they're going to lose the kiss in ten minutes. Yeah, so okay. that's fine. But go ahead. Not necessarily. Of course they will. Kiss has beat everybody. God of Thunder, dude. Let's see who and wins the next roll. matchup first. <laughs> it's so much fun, dude. He's the God of Thunder and rock and roll. Rock and- Right, yeah. Motorhead might have just wrote that song and said "God of Thunder" and called it a day. Oh, well, right. right. But they didn't have, G- have the rock and G- roll. Gene G- multitask. Fuck. Kiss. Kiss know. is gonna move on. But I. But I. Think, on Olympus, dude. I, I think we should do another spin just for fun. Well, just for you, I, I threw a All red right. challenge flag right. in the field. By All the right. way, I'm going against this. <laughs> Let's see this. He's like, the next one is merch size. Uh-oh. Kiss moves on. I don't know, man. There's no, there's no Motorhead coffin. Well, that's no. true. There's no that's, Motorhead. You can't, get a road, you can't get a road kit with every record they've ever made in it for four thousand dollars. No, but you can get a nice big silver shiny snaggletooth head that opens up and his jaw drops and all their records are lined up. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's true. That's pretty sweet. I actually. think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm now what? Pretty sure Kiss Kiss has the same version. I'm pretty like sure that for the head. same amount of money, you can pay Zodiac Mind Warp to come to your house and he <laughs> sing you Motorhead songs while you sleep. Wow, dude, I haven't heard that name in a long yeah. time. Hey, hey, welcome back to Zodiac Mind Warp, everyone. <laughs> hey, hey, short hey, podcast episode ever. That's right. Primal Mover. Matter of fact, instead of talking about it, we're just gonna play it for you. <laughs> I, 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 I got a line for you, David, from one of his songs there. It goes something like, I love TV, I love T-Rex. That's a hey, line from a hey, Zodiac Mind what, Warp song. What is their song? Prime Mover, right? Primal Mover. Yeah. 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 Wow. All That's right. a good song. That's and while you're, at it, while you're at it, listen to, um, listen to uh, Circus of Power. Oh, Yeah. I remember that. That's sure. a little First bit later. Really good. Came out the same year as that uh, that Doobie Brothers reunion that sounded exactly like China Grove. This, 
power, circus of power. God damn it. I think I saw them open for Austin Chains a long time. That's a good, they were like a good biker band. Like 93 or so I saw them open for Austin Chains. Good stuff. Anyhow, moving on. Moving on to the next matchup. Metallica versus Iron Maiden. Call of the Wild. That was the name of it. That's a good tune. Circus of Power song? Yeah, check it out. It's good. Good tune. Undercard. Undercard. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let me pour another bet. Metallica versus Maiden. Who's who's starting? I'm going to Metallica versus Maiden. Nice. They're going to win anyway. Who? Kiss. I don't know. Huh? Anyway, go ahead. I'll wait. This matchup. Where are we at? Metallica versus Iron Maiden. I'm going Metallica. All right. And I say that almost entirely on the strength of their cover records. <laughs> the Garage Incorporated is what yeah, dude, does it for I, you. If I was going to put on one Metallica record right now, it might Bob be Seeger. Garage Days Re Revisited. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's got some good shit on it. Nice bass sound on that. That's it. Yeah, that's good shit. Um, who's gonna? I'm gonna go with Metallica on this one. I got my reasons. <laughs> care to share them with the audience i thought we were just gonna like everybody put their cards on the table and then we could like you know mix it up that way that way we could you know expedite. we know i have an open wound from the last conversation so um i'm not uh, not nearly as salty as i sound i'm just having fun but i but i will tell you that for why well, i guess i am a little wounded but uh, i will tell you for yeah. this one here <laughs> uh, for this one, for Iron Maiden versus Metallica. Damn. Iron Maiden. Wow. Okay. They, they okay. started a new wave of British heavy metal and strong catalog. Well, they're actually calling. There are like hundreds of bands in the whole British wave of heavy metal, but Understood. yeah. There were a lot of sea otters that drowned. <laughs> Some good sea otters, by the way, if you check it out. Check out a, a band called Girl with Phil Collin oh, yeah. as the guitarist and uh, Phil Lewis, uh, who would go on to L.A. Guns as the vocalist. Great yeah, tracks. Mm-hmm. Just a really, really solid record. So John, what you got for us? Iron Maiden. Of course you do. Yep. Okay. Okay. So this means we're tied again. Again. Jeez. Damn. Five people would yeah. be so good. Uh, <laughs> Where's Buster? Get Buster over. I saw him rolling around. You should yeah. have fed him like multicolored pets. About it. It's too late for Buster. <laughs> dude, dude, dog, Tracer dude, rounds, dude. Go. Tracer rounds like corn. All right. We, we've both Peanuts. talked. We've talked about both of these bands as they've moved on to this round. Uh, do we just go to a wild card? Yes. Yeah, let's right. do that. Spinning the wild card. And what pops up is the drummer. Lars Ulrich versus Nico McBrain. <laughs> Nico is running Nico. a single base kit 
but playing double bass tunes all on a Ludwig Speed King pedal, which is like the oldest kick drum pedal in the universe <laughs> on on like a sweet set of pasty cymbals and sonar drums, which I think are super awesome. Um, and everybody hates Lars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I think he gives Iron Maiden the edge. I, I think, think so like, too. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this argument here for I you guys. I haven't voted here. yet. I'm uh, just thinking about all yeah, these things. Yeah. So one, uh, Nico McBrain is not the original drummer. Granted, he's been drumming for like with them for since Peace of Mind. Going yeah. back to '83, so that's uh, almost 40 years right there. Um, his first couple of records, they used his face as a kick drum. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> which sounded yeah, yeah, yeah. He is he has a pretty uh, weathered look about him. Looks like the um, dude from the Stern Show. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna say, uh, you know, again, everybody wants to take you know take the piss from uh, from Lars and say he's not a very good drummer. Um, he he was a guy who grew up uh, in Denmark, and he was like a he was like a tennis pro, or he's yep. like that was like his you know that was going to be his like that was going to be his career. He was going to be a celebrity tennis pro. Uh, moves to L.A. and starts. You know, he was already into like hard rock and heavy metal, um, and then gets into the L.A. scene and, and wants to get into it so hard. Uh, he's like, I'm just going to like get a drum set, learn the drums, and start a band. Um, and, and again, I think there's, there's something admirable in Lars's, uh, determination and you can go back and you could listen to, um, the, 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 the no life to leather, uh, demo, which is like the roughest cuts you're going to hear from, uh, from Lars. They're not that bad. They're not that bad. And again, the guy's sound is overproduced on basically everything after master of puppets. Um, but yeah. And yeah, no one's going to forgive him for the Napster Congress thing, except for every musician now who gets money for streaming. So I think the time, uh, you know, there's, yeah, we're seeing lots of Nico shots there. Yeah. Well, the first one's already lying. Shot. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Artie. Um, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to give it up to Lars. Um, and again, because that that's consistent with my vote for, for Metallica. Um, so suck it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I, going, I'm going Nico, and here's why. Uh, He's got a gong. Oh, <laughs> does Lars have a gong? Nope. Yeah. Dude, I'm starting. He does not. Hey, does David not. brought up the the pasty symbols. He also has a pasty gong, Fuck. and uh, and uses it. So uh, advantage, mm-hmm. Iron Maiden. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you give it to Nico on the hands. The quickness of foot is cool, but you know, I. I can't help but think, you know, like Lars brought the, you know, the double bass to the forefront for metal, right? Not that there weren't other people doing it, but tell me when one came out, if every person you know who thought they were or wanted to be a drummer was not sitting at home, right? Every kid sitting in freaking French class, dude, stop it, <laughs> dude. I'm starting. I'm gonna get some electronic drums for Christmas, right? Like every kid you knew, and I think to to the service of metal, 
I'm leaning Lars. Um, I respect Nico, but I think to the service of metal, I'm going Lars. So we're tied again. Tied again. Screw us all. Let's give it another spin. Send help. Come on, lead singers. Songs about (laughs) girls. Songs about cars. Beach songs. All right. Give me the logo. Big bucks, no whammies. Number of hands. Oh, that goes out. Is is logo? Logo. Iron Maiden's logo versus Metallica's logo. That's a push. Yeah, you got They're both iconic, both from way back. It's a push. Yeah. All right. Let's spin it again. Take George Goebel to block. Me <laughs> <laughs> wailing Colin, flowers and Colin, you got your wish. Hey, 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 Iron Maiden wins. Yeah. Uh, gosh. M- Maiden. Be- <sighs> I mean, come on. Bruce Dickinson beats Hetfield any day of the week. It's it's not even close. No, I, 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 I pause for like the 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 iconic nature of it all, but but yeah, I mean, I think I think. I think you gotta go. You gotta go and 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 again, I would just say that uh, you know this 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 twosome of of Hetfield and and uh, and Ulrich. It's like these were two unlikely fuckers to like start a band and actually be like any good at what they do. You know, uh, when Metallica started off, Mustaine was was kind of like not you know pushed in there to be the to be the vocalist. Headfield was really sort of uncomfortable singing. Um, even after uh, Mustaine got the boot, there was talks with uh, uh, John Bush of Armored Saint if he wouldn't join the band and become their singer. Um, the fact that you know you 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 listen to a Metallica song or a rock Metallica song. You got a really distinctive, you know, voice there. Um, but yeah, is anybody gonna beat Bruce Dickinson? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna change my vote just for Rod the Halford. sake, just, just as a protest vote, just so it's out there. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, who was the guy? The Gary Johnson? There. Yeah. No, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. In the same reason, in the same way that I voted for Lars, I'm gonna vote for James because. I think that he set off a lot of people singing. You know, tell me people are not walking around the same way that, that Lars was with the drum, the yeah stuff, letting people be themselves and sing. Nobody's going out there trying to be. I mean, people are, but they're failing trying yeah, to be like Bruce yeah. Dickinson. Bruce, and Bruce, Bruce will get you a lot of uh, power metal vocalists. Yeah, do yeah, yeah. you know like the operatic high? But notes I knew, and I knew dudes. Notes. I knew dudes who were guitar players who, upon hearing Metallica, they were like, I think I can sing in my band. And the other thing is, listening, like Metallica's on the radio nowadays, right? He is, from a singer standpoint, he sings on the on the high side of the note. We would sing, like, we would say in college, we'd say, sing on the top of that note, right? Because the note's round. And like the, the visuals, you would tell people, sing on the, on the top of that note, the high side of that note. And James sings on the high side of that note, and I think it stretches the harmonies out across all of the music. And I pre- when when it's on and I'm singing along, I, that pops into my mind, and I appreciate it. I appreciate that he's a guy who who sings a particular way. He's come he's come a long way as a singer, going from the growly guy from the first couple of records to like the singer guy in the more recent records. I'll go with James just so it's on the record. 
Another tie. And they lose. Uh, oh, really? Did you That's pick a... you you picked Metallica for singer? Uh, oh no, I talked I talked up a good game, but I did pick Bruce. Okay. Yeah. I made moves on. I kinda yeah. got caught up in the, <laughs> the enthusiasm. That brings us to the Super Bowl or to avoid down. legalities, the big game. Ah, Kiss nice. versus Iron Maiden. How did we end up with anyway? Yeah. How did we end you, up with somebody these? Somebody listening yeah. to this is like, I called this two hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are gonna lose so much respect from our fan base because they're like, Are you guys no. nothing but KISS fans? Is that what it took me two hours to have you have KISS win it all? Like, we're nothing I, if not KISS. I'm and gonna Iron. start this one. And my vote for Iron Maiden. Surprise. Uh, oh what? to surprise Mr. Bosler, I what? think uh And that's Jonathan Harden with the first <laughs> vote of the evening yeah uh, power slave productions is voting for iron maiden, iron maiden. Yeah. i mean i i have made no secret of my love for kiss on this podcast nor have have most of us uh except david um uh i just think maiden beats this i think their live show is better i think their what? overall catalog is better I do, I do think Iron Maiden's live show is better than Kiss. Kiss has flash pots and Kiss has confetti. They, bust they don't out have a, a fucking. They bust out a Dorex Eddie and you're creaming in your jeans, dude. <laughs> like, Come on. dude. I mean, it had had you gone to see Iron Maiden with with our our <laughs> fellow hosts. I've just got balloons at home. Here months ago. Never, um, never gets old. You, like you would agree, dude. You put on you put on the DVD or VHS if you've got it of Live After Death. That's the pinnacle of a live metal show. Or li- it, or just listen to the live record too. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's so good, and I just think that their catalog is head and shoulders above most bands. And you know that's how many my places vote. I could go to see midgets run around in spandex? I mean, in Philly. <laughs> six off the top of my head austin like yeah austin like two like uh maiden okay <laughs> nice picture um Colin, why don't you uh give us what you're what you got what's your iron maiden the showdown but iron maiden iron maiden for two reasons i'm not it's voting for kiss anymore Nice. <laughs> I'm all yeah. kissed out. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Don't you want to vote for some more rock and roll? Uh, I, I know. I know. <laughs> because I, that's it. That's my reason. I can't vote anymore for Kiss. Oh, they, they, sh- they shouldn't have. They should not have beaten uh, Motorhead. So screw them now. I'm going Iron Maiden. <laughs> Wow. He got a text if he voted for kissing and Gene Simmons was running for president. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think, you know, again, we're splitting airs between iconic bands. But I think overall, from the day they started with the very first uh, Iron Maiden all the way to today versus the very first kiss all the way to today, I just think the catalog from Iron Maiden is stronger. And I agree with John. I think when you look at their live shows, there's much more put into making an Iron Maiden show than there is to making a kiss show. And I'm going to deny David the tie-breaking vote by voting for Maiden. You suck. <laughs> Sorry, it just it just had it just had to be that way. Was I was just going to be a lame duck? No. Uh, plus, 
I don't think you've seen Iron Maiden live, so that wouldn't be your, your vote, maybe. Um, but yeah, Maiden does have a, a stronger, more consistent catalog. You, if you listen to like old Kiss stuff, you have to had been like weaned on it. There's you can't listen to like Room Service and like Two Timer and go like, "Hey, I really like this band," and be in the 21st century. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna you know Maiden also get you you know a little bit more uh, metal cred you know you were you, you, you it's it's a tough thing being a Kiss fan because they 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 promoted themselves a lot and there's there's a lot of cheese in there uh, they put a lot of granted I, I I don't know who's made more money in the past 20, 30 years whether it's Maiden or uh, or Kiss. Um, well, yeah, Gene doesn't have to split it five ways either. And and again, then there's Gers. Uh, you got you got to throw Gers like a bone too. It's like six, he's in the six, show six ways. Gers. Yeah. So yeah, is, is Gers getting a sixth? Is he getting a sixth? He's, he's volunteering. Yeah. Like he's, Bruce. He was Bruce sent over. He was fine. sent over from a travel nursing agency. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, thinking they just, just like, him out of the house. Even though it's irrelevant, let's give David his vote. Gers can run an IV in like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, what would your vote be if okay, it first, mattered? First of all, I would like to say that I hate you all. <laughs> cool, thank you. <laughs> that, that means a lot that, it, that, that you care. Mm. Um, well, uh, I have been listening to Kiss since I was four years old. Which is also as long as I've been watching Star Wars, um, and I still don't listen to Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah. See? and I'll tell you the thing that pushes me away from Maiden is there's they're just so stupid looking. <laughs> it's like you had, first you had like Paul Diano with the afro. Add like the Italian yeah, guy Afro. Afro. Yeah. Yeah. He had that oh, like is that what he that had is? that like Frank Stallone. It's kind of like, like headband Afro. Yeah. Remember the video Flatbush child? That was yeah. Yeah. And then Bruce Dickinson with the then. bowl cut, like the bangs, like Shirley Feeney look, you know, <laughs> going on. And <sighs> Dave Smith, are we smiling? Or Dave? What's it? Uh, Dave Murray, are we smiling? He's happy. <laughs> so, so, so you, you're voting, yourself, for, dude. You're, you're voting for Kiss because you find them like more attractive. Is this it? No, I'm not oh. voting for Kiss because I hate Tommy Thayer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that it's wow. better. I think it's better for heavy metal. That Iron Maiden wins this unanimously than it is for Kiss to get a single vote in the finals of this first ever big game. Nice. Uh, okay. So That's... I will protest vote in favor of one <laughs> Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden wins. That's a clean sweep in the big bowl. In the big game. Look, so Iron Maiden, looking back, Iron Maiden beats Priest, Judas Priest. Kiss, Metallica, Judas Priest, and Guns N' Roses. No, sorry, they had a bye. They yeah. beat Judas Priest, Metallica, and Kiss. Yeah, that's, okay. that's saying something. 
They did, if that, they did that it the show, hard way. If, if, if Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Kiss, and Metallica came anywhere, I'll, I'd probably watch a typical season three again. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, it was a heartbreak. What is that? That's a good show. It's on Netflix. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll check it's kind it out. Of, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. Around. better than that concert, sure. Yeah, it's pitched around a, a kid growing up with autism, but it's really about families. Okay. Love so, yeah. Cool. Sounds heartwarming. Very much. Very much. Yeah, right. Sorry to everyone who's still listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what 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 did we learn through this experiment with uh, with ranking the bands and then putting them head to head? Was yeah, there any a, patterns? Any surprises? Colin hates Kiss. <laughs> B, okay. B. I, 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 you just, know, I, I, I think that uh, aside from maybe a couple, uh, any any band we spoke about could have made it to the end. I, I with the exception of bon maybe Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi was fucking dead in the water as soon as they started. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. I, I when making it a second round. Well, and when your fate rests on Alec John Such. <laughs> Dude, if it was yeah. like bass that, players, man. look, man. I mean, even John like, Bon Jovi oh, realized there's some dead weight in this band. And who but left? Do we really need five Alex guys? Do we need looking at the guys? keyboard player. We're like, mm, yeah. Alex John Such is like, fuck. That guy's got sweet hair. I've got to go tea. <laughs> I guess I'm gone. I, I okay. Yep. Yeah. I mm. think it's ironic that of all of our favorite bands, the winner was Iron Maiden. I wonder, uh, you know, was there a little inside inside work going on there from from Texas? A little, little Austin it, it influence. Was random. I will say that uh, Kiss versus Iron Maiden is the final matchup. I ain't mad. <laughs> no, ain't no. Again, mad. I I, <laughs> I I think I learned. I would rather listen to those bands much more than Def Leppard. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna listen or to Bon Jovi. I need to go clean my ears. Listen yeah. to <laughs> But I, but I, 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 but I think I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put some Motorhead in the in the car tomorrow for the ride. I think I'm just, I think I need. That's how I'm gonna clean out my ears and just kind of like turn it up to like seven or eight, hey, like really loud for the morning. Gotta create a, a playlist for when we push this out. Yeah, I, there we go. Happily, happily, slang will be on there. Oh, slang will not be on there. We'll put some good <laughs> songs on there. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Table of one now seating. (laughs) (laughs) With his two copies. Yeah. I'd like the quinoa bowl, please. Two (laughs) copies of slang. (laughs) Hold on one second here. It only sold three. I yeah, I gotta (laughs) say what I have to give credit. I have to give credit. That line I put out there about Dave Mustaine, it comes from a comes from a rap record. It, it, okay. went, it went gold in the crap. U.S. It, see, it went gold. It well, went, what, what year did that, that glitter isn't gold? Oh, huh? nine, 90-something. Not if you ask. It Smash came out it. in 1996. Six. Let me think. The 90? last gasp of physical media. Is that the one where they have a video with a girl who is like trying to get like a, a sleeveless... Scroll up. I, I posted the link to Slang's video. The fact that you even know video. what the video is. 
I, th- I think because I remember seeing it on like on VH1 or some shit, but it was like a real sort of like nostalgia fest where like some girl was like going on eBay to try to get a one of those sleeveless Union Jack tees or something. It was like, it's I, a, well, <laughs> yeah, what? Who needs sleeves if you only have one arm? <laughs> <laughs> God, Steve yeah, Clark is so Clark. lucky he was dead before this came out. Lady and gentlemen, you have just listened to us <laughs> slog through. Hey, lady. One girl. <laughs> hey, lady. You just listened to us slog through a fistful of bands, a whole lot of excuses, and a lot of loving for some metal bands. And I can't believe we got to the end and made it to Iron Maiden. <sighs> what are we going to do? But for John Harden, Colin Bosler, Michael Stamps, and myself, David Timoney, Thanks for listening to Middle Age Metalheads, and we're going to see you next time whenever we get around to it. Take care. So listen, I had a girl came up to me outside of the handicap accessible ladies room, and I said, I don't know what to say. Three minutes to the biggest battle of our professional lives all comes down. To today, I said, honey, either we heal as a team, or we're going to crumble. And she said, inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. And if y'all want to be in hell right now, I said, believe me, and we can stay all night, and we can fight our way into the light, and we can climb out of hell one inch at a time, yeah. Well, that's a team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team, or we will die as individuals. Well, that's football, guys. I said, that's all it is. And I looked at that girl and I said, listen, now what you gonna do?